This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. I'm your host, Charlie McDermott. Welcome to episode number 182 of the Good Neighbor Podcast, and today it is another treat for our listeners. We have Dominic Laquaniti. Now, his company is D. Laquaniti Bespoke, and Dominic, number one, how are you doing? Very good, sir. Very good. Very happy and happy to be here. Thank you, Charlie. And you are impeccably dressed. And I've spent time on the website. I love what you're doing. Thanks, man. Thank you. I, uh, I can't wait to hear more. So uh, tell us about your company. Um, so we. before I start, you know, number 182 is my lucky number. <laughs> it is right now. So now, is, is, is Link 182 your favorite group, too? Or <laughs> No, no. Please, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, you want to know a little bit about my business. So my business is a full men's and ladies bespoke business. So bespoke means, uh, it's a classic English word. It means been spoken for, which is for sartorial salvo row. Uh, you would go in and pick out your fabric and that's the same thing we basically have here. Uh, I go to Italy twice a year. This year was, I couldn't go, but I go buy my fabrics in Italy. Um, mm. cause I still have my connections there from all those years working in New York. And I buy really exclusive um, cuts of fabric and I bring them back and the customer gets to come in and experience a really great little shop that they come in, you have a drink, sit down with me, we discuss what you're looking for, what you need. Um, it's not about buying a jacket. It's not about buying a, a suit. You can do that anywhere. It's about an experience. And then we get to pick out a gorgeous piece of goods that we make it for you and for you alone. So uh, we never repeat the fabric twice, which is really, really cool really yeah which is a pain and you know pain in the butt for me <laughs> but great for the client you know right yeah it's fun uh, that's wild which I... keeps me which keeps me going because when i go to italy i know like oh i can't buy that again or i can't get that again which is a which is fun for me you know oh man now is there uh and i don't want to you to reveal any company secrets, but are there different locations in italy that you frequent or do you try to go to Go to what? Uh, yeah, yeah, no, no. It's um, so there's three main places that I go to all the time. I always hit Napoli because Napoli is the for me the best tailors always come from Napoli, Italy, which is Naples. Uh, number two, I go to Pitti Uomo, which is in Florence, which is like the mecca of men's design, menswear. Hmm. Uh, everybody's there. The who's who is there, so you kind of see who, who's doing what. And you get inspired, you know. Yeah. And then the other one is northern region of Italy. Um, I go to Como for my silks and my silk prints, which we're launching a pocket square collection in October, which I'm proud of. So wow, exclusive wow. just for you guys. Yeah. Oh, this is so cool. Thanks, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, and and how long does a trip usually last? How long do you stay over there? Um, I try to do four or five days, go there wow. and come back. Yeah, I do it fast. It's uh, all. I, I got to come back for season, but um, yeah. if I can do a week, it's great. Yeah. I like to eat. You know, listen, you're in hey. Italy. I'm going to drink and eat like a savage while I'm there. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Uh, so, how how did you end up where you are? I mean, how, how did you go along this path, this journey, and get here? Um, you know, that's a great question because it started with my family and my uncle is a shoemaker and my dad became a tailor in a small town in italy in, in san costantino and he started becoming a tailor when he was six years old 
so I grew up with it my whole life. I didn't know anything else. I didn't know yeah. there's something else. So I grew up with it, and I used to sleep under my dad's table full of fabrics and just grew up in the whole business. And um, believe it or not, I'm going to tell you this. I hated the business when I was a kid. <laughs> you know, you always, cause you always grow up like, I'm going to do something different. And then I ended up going into the fabrication of fabrics for many years and the marketing side of that. And then I, and then through that, through all those years, I fell in love with the business again. I'm like, you know, it's, I saw a change. We we're losing tailors. Uh, the youth wasn't picking up this old tradition. Nobody wanted to do it. And I said, I got to dive back into it. Yeah. And, um, my father invited me down to to work with him and and here we are so yeah. and it is truly a lost art i mean uh yeah it is there's um you know in today's businesses you're you make much more money being an influencer on instagram mm -hmm. i'm going to be honest with you this type of business you have to have passion you have to sweat into it your blood has to boil you got to feel sick when you know something's not going to work out for that client or else yeah. I think it's uh, I think it's not going to work then. Wow. So, so uh, how long is, have you been you know, with this location? How long have you been there? We've been here for eight years now. Yeah. 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 That is cool. Yeah. Wow. yeah. Lots of fun. I love being here in Naples, by the way. I love yeah. it. Great, great place. So, and uh, prior to Naples, were you up north? Yes, I was. Uh, I worked in Manhattan for many, many years. Uh, yeah. I worked in Manhattan for a good 20 years. Yeah, uh, doing fabrics, you know, uh, that was really fun. Uh, we used to do a lot. It was uh, New York, New York, Italy, Italy, Paris, Paris, LA, LA, New York. Wow, I did that for many years. Yeah, yeah. it was fun. Yeah, yeah, that's that's so awesome. So, how about Dominic? What do you hear in, in, in the tailoring world or the fashion world? I mean, myths that that come to mind that you can talk about. Anything? Um. There's there's a couple. The first one that jumps in my mind because it's what I grew up with. That um, old all, uh, every tailor that you meet is grumpy. That's not <laughs> true. Uh. <laughs> you got tailors that yell at you. I yell. You know, I don't yell, but I you know always try to try to teach my clients. You know, like certain things don't look good and, and yada yada. And uh. the old tailors who had the heavy accents always seemed like they were yelling at people. And people right. always thought, you know, my tailor's always yelling at me. Um, that's one. I that's good. <laughs> and, number, and number two, um, people think bespoke fa uh, fabrics and, and um, clothing is crazy expensive. And it's not true. Because if you look at it, if you're going to buy a suit, and let's say sport coats in general, if you're going to mm. buy a sport coat off the rack um, that costs you X amount of dollars, well, you're going to have to replace that within two, three years. If you have something that's made for you and just made for you, it's going to last you a whole lot longer. So Look at that, man. You just... Rocking. Pe people want more from you. Oh, man. We're giving away free bread today. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, you know, the, and, and, and the other is, you know, the feel of mm -hmm. the suit, right, versus the off-the-rack stuff. You know, it, it's it's even even the best shoppers. There's always something that they would go, ah, you know, it's it's close, but it's not quite there. But it, It's true. If it's made for, so I always say everybody ha in, in this world of selfies and iPhones and look at me and everyone's an individual. Why would you buy something off the rack that's made for everybody and fit nobody? You know? <laughs> yes, that's good. Because I and I tell you from from a from an insider because I used to do that. 
Yeah, so, that's right. So yeah. I, I used to design men's suits to be off the rack, and I'm like, oh my god, this doesn't fit anybody. But whatever. You know? <laughs> I used to I used to work this you know work in Manhattan. I used to walk the streets and like watch all these suits be so like ill fitted. I'm like, oh, this is my my fault. So. <laughs> <laughs> the guilt you used to carry. I had a lot of guilt. I have Italian guilt in me. You know, it's a lot. <laughs> Uh, so what are you doing although it, it sounds like you have all kinds of fun at work but when you're not uh tailoring what are you doing for fun uh get together with friends i love cooking love mm -hmm. getting people over to the house uh, obviously pasta and sauce is my favorite thing so i try to start the tradition again uh i call it um sunday sunday sauce so remember uh, back in the day people would just get together on sundays and have a meal oh, for me well yeah, yeah. Make sauce and so i i try to we're trying to start the same thing again. And it's been working. People just coming over. Yeah. Plate of pasta and a glass of wine. Um, love uh, doing that. Love spending time um, with friends with a bottle of wine. That's really, that's the truth. Yeah, That is the truth, brother. Simple. I, I was just going to say, simple times, boy, when you, when you said that. Yeah, remember when Sundays, I mean, God, as a kid, for me, growing up in Pennsylvania, we had the blue laws, which meant businesses oh, allowed to be open on Sunday. That's right. That's right. Yeah. 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 Um, no liquor stores were open on Sunday. Yeah. yeah. And that's why all the Italians made their own wine in Pennsylvania. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Oh man. So, oh, actually I have a question on yes, pasta. The difference between pasta here and Italy. How would you uh, compare the two? <laughs> oh, why, why would you put it in a spot like that? <laughs> it's um i mean for, for someone who dreamed of having pasta in italy i haven't been there um i know see uh it's it's completely different so here in the states it is good there's some places that really do it well yeah. um if i can just am i allowed to mention another business here in town that does really good pasta absolutely that's okay. a all yeah the, the, my my most favorite favorite place is molto M-O-L-T-O. -O. They're on Fifth Avenue. So it's a brother and sister that owns it, and mom makes all the pasta. Oh, wow. So that for me is like, quick. Yeah. they know me. I walk in there. I have the same thing again and again. <laughs> I don't, don't show me the menu. This is what I want. You know, tagliolini al pomodoro fresco with a little dollop of ricotta on top. That's all I want. You know? <laughs> love it. Love it. Yeah, yeah. So there, there's your taste of Italy. So everyone listening, get on over to Malto. Yeah, I love it. Yep. All right. So how about, let's talk hardship for a moment. You shared one, the fact that you were putting out these dang, you know, suits that didn't fit, but no, kidding. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but from a hardship standpoint, personal, it could be business. Uh, a time that you went through now looking back said, hey, I'm better for it. I'm stronger. What comes to mind? Um leaving new york hmm. you know at one point you know you grow up and you spend your whole life in manhattan working 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 and at one point it's like no i have to leave i can't be here i can't do this anymore and uh and that's very difficult because when you work in that bubble of manhattan or i would say in chicago whatever but i'm going to just say manhattan because that's mine um for all those years it, you're almost working with blinders you don't kind of don't see how the rest of the world works you know because you think manhattan's everything yeah. so when you leave that transition period is a little difficult in the beginning. Um, mm -hmm. But once you get used to it, you're like, holy cow, why, why did I do this 20 years ago? <laughs> you know? 
but I wasn't ready. So that move to Naples, right? The first year is very difficult, but now I'm like, I think, I yeah. think uh, God every day that I'm here. So yeah, yeah. But you're right. Manhattan is a, a whole nother universe. It's yeah. a whole nother. Listen, I was thirty. I was thirty something years old working in fashion, and I'm like, oh my god, I feel like the old man in town because everybody's younger. Yeah, yeah. You know, so yeah, that's the truth. Yeah. So one thing you wish our listeners knew about your company, what would that be? Um, we make the best espresso in town. Really? <laughs> yes. And cappuccino. <laughs> I'm make gorgeous garments too. But, you know, that's I, the side thing. I didn't expect that as an answer. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> and here's a, here's another thing. If you love Manhattans, you know, the drink Manhattans, uh-huh. uh, we have our own batch of Manhattans here that is made just for us. It's a private label uh, through a friend of mine whose recipe comes from years of traditions passed on from grandfather to father to him. So I have no idea what's in it. It could be, I don't know what's in it, but everybody loves it. So, Oh my Lord. Talk about a true experience, unique experience. Yeah, it has to be, you know, the moment this goes out, Dominic, you better be ready. I mean, the parking lot's going to be full with uh, folks looking for the coffee in the Manhattans. That's, that's half the fun. You know, like I love when uh, a new customer comes in because they, 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 a lot of guys come. A lot of guys don't like to shop. I'm going to be honest with you, right? So they come yeah. in. They have this thing like you know, uh, you know, I don't, I don't want this. I don't want that. And I was like, forget about the clothes. What do you want? You want a drink? And then we relax. We talk about sports. We talk about anything. And then they're like, oh, you know what? Let me take a look at that jacket. Let me look yeah. at that suit. You know, because it's supposed to be relaxing and a good time. Yeah. 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 Wow. It's fun. Yeah. Well, I I know. Our listeners want to learn more and, in fact, want to experience what you provide, including the actual tailoring. So yes, sir. Uh, how can they find you? Where should we send them? So uh, definitely on our website, dlaquiniti.com. You can find us there. You can set up your appointment there. You can find us on Instagram under Dominic Laquiniti. We always do uh, videos every day. and We teach people um, you know, what to wear, what not to wear, a little inside of what, what we do and what, uh, what to expect. Uh, we also have a YouTube channel, which is Jackets Required. We did about 200 videos yeah, through the years. Yeah. Yeah. How to tie a tie, bow tie. I don't know. All the simple stuff, all the things you need for every day, you know? So. Love it. Love it. All right. Well, uh, this has been a lot of fun, Dominic. Yeah, I, thank you, man. Thank you. It's been a lot of fun. <laughs> and eye-opening. I appreciate your time and wish you the absolute best there. Thanks, Charlie. Thank you. And I look forward to seeing you and enjoying a Manhattan or a glass of wine or even a cup of coffee, whatever you like. It'd be my pleasure. Sign me up for all three. (laughs) (laughs) It'd be a long day. It's good. Thank you for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast. To nominate your favorite local business to be featured on the show, go to goodneighborpodcast.com. That's goodneighborpodcast.com. Or call us at 239-224-4105.